Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through, and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jerry. Betty White, our golden girl, is hanging here with us. And we are back for episode 96 of the Arner Adventures podcast. We're getting closer and closer to that 100th episode. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just so excited. Um, we have a giveaway tied to it. So stay tuned to our social media platforms linked in the show notes. It's really, really exciting. It sure is. Well, today's guest is someone who took a big leap to make a big change in his life, along with his girlfriend and dog, Bruce Lee. We love that name. You know what? They just made the nomad life happen. His name is Michael Anderson. He, his girlfriend and his dog, Bruce Lee, live in an RV and they're living their best life and the pursuit of happiness. They sure are. This is one of those conversations that was in alignment with all that we value and, and love. Yep. Are you just ready to go ahead and get to the conversation? I'm ready to go ahead and get to the conversation. Okay. (laughs) Well, we told you a little bit about our guest, but we're going to dive in now. Our guest today is Michael Anderson, a veteran of the corporate event planning world. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, you can see him. and We can't wait to talk about where he's coming to us from. But uh, he's a veteran of the corporate event planning world for a whopping two decades. Life had other plans for him. So Michael, along with his partner, Andrea, and their charming pug, Bruce Lee, we love that decided to toss their director level gigs and their cozy Asheville, North Carolina home out the window, opting for a wild nomadic ride in their revamped class A RV, which they lovingly call Dolly, which is where he is today. As they zigzagged across the map, Michael noticed something missing in the nomadic universe, a one-stop shop for epic events. And voila, travelinggatherings.com was born. Michael's not just the event guru, he's the tech savvy wizard too. He set up a web design company to help small businesses navigate the digital jungle. With his background in marketing and corporate events, Michael's latest obsession is launching a web design agency that dishes out high-quality, results-driven solutions to boost businesses. That is what we call a digital nomad with a mission. Michael, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Shannon, for the kind words. I'll send you money later. That was great. (laughs) That was great. I, I couldn't have written it better myself. I, I mean, <laughs> that's all you, right? That's that's everything. I mean, yeah. okay, Bruce Lee, we love. Our dog's name is Betty White. So we're thinking that Bruce Lee and Betty White might get along really well. Probably. And it's funny, my uh, girlfriend's last car was Black Betty. So we're, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah, we love the human names. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, so tell... I. The people who are on YouTube who can see it, but the people who are listening, tell everybody where you are coming to us from and like literally where you're coming to us from. So I am inside our 2001 Dolphin uh, Class A RV. It's 34 feet. I'm currently in the bedroom slash uh, office area. Um, And we are in a town called Berrien Springs, Michigan, which is in the western coast of Michigan, uh, like southwest corner. Um, And yeah, we've been on the road for over a year traveling our beautiful country in this RV that I am currently in. And um, everything that could go wrong has, but, you know, (laughs) with a positive mentality and uh, I have a bunch of tools that we travel with. And yeah, we just uh, keep trucking and keep checking out, you know, new areas and discovering places that just have blown us out of the water. And some places are a little lackluster, you know, but yeah. 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 Well, we met a couple, um, I guess now about six months ago, we were traveling and they had just recently sold everything, got an RV. And she, I remember we were sitting kind of together and she said, yeah, uh, 
either we either think that we're going to kill each other <laughs> or it's going to make us a lot stronger as a couple. <laughs> yes, yes. And I will say going from gosh, our last apartment was around 1300 square feet. We're in 188 square feet right now. Um, we have only grown grown stronger as a, okay. a partnership. Um, now we're both very strong willed humans. Uh, so, you know, we do butt heads, um, yeah. but we have Bruce Lee there to kind of say, mom, dad, knock it off. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's honestly, um, I, no regrets. The, the only regret I have is not starting this sooner, um, mm. at even a younger age, but, um, but uh, yeah, I'm so glad that we're, we've done it. And it's one of those bucket list things I get to check off and when yeah. I'm old and grayer than I am, I can say like, <laughs> I once did this crazy thing. <laughs> I love it. Now, where did the name Dolly come from? Did you name the RV Dolly or was it already named Dolly? Correct. So we purchased Dolly. Uh, we were in Tennessee. Uh, so we were in Asheville, North Carolina at the time. And um, yeah, we were really close to Dollywood and we bought it on a Saturday afternoon. That night we stayed probably 10 minutes from Dollywood. Right. Um, and, you know, we had like nothing with us. We like drove our car out and we got it. And I'm like, hey, we got to sleep in it tonight. And she's like, you're crazy. And so we like hit a Walmart, bought like blankets and, you know, just garbage that we threw away quickly after. But, um, but yeah, and as we're sitting there and we're like, we got to call her Dolly. I <laughs> so, love that. Yeah. I that's love all. that. I'm not even like a country fan, but I was like, it, it's yeah. so apropos. So we had to do Well, that. and I know I'm not a country fan either, but I feel like everybody loves Dolly. Of course. <laughs> so, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's very apropos. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, let's kind of let's kind of talk about the journey. I feel like every time we have someone on the podcast who is in this situation of either, you know, like we did, we sold everything and downsized or people live a nomadic life or that whatever it is, it's, it, it's sort of an extreme change. They there was a big catalyst that made them realize, oh, I need to do this or, you know, whether it's something that's exciting, something that's scary. So I always like to ask, you know, coming from the corporate career and then, you know, things completely changing, that's a big leap. So what was it that made you both take, decide you were going to take this leap and then tell us about that journey, if you don't mind. So the, it, it kind of goes back probably three years prior to us actually doing it. Um, I, I have always been camping. I've, my family, I'm originally from Chicago. My family were hippies in Chicago who loved to go back to nature, you know? So as, as a child was always out in nature, but then going back to Chicago, which is not, mm -hmm. it's the opposite of that. So when I got together with Andrea, my wonderful partner that is in, in the RV, another space, um, <laughs> she had actually never been camping ever in her life. And her family's version of roughing it is staying in Hampton Inn, which I find funny because that's my okay. like go-to, you know. Yeah, um, mine too. Yeah, right. You know, so I love the, the uh, honors. Yeah, I was a diamond for a while. I'm not gonna lie, um, but the uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where. And I had purchased a shuttle bus prior to this RV when I was still in Chicago. Converted a 21 foot shuttle bus that you'd see, you know, uh, at any airport anywhere into a tiny home on wheels. And that was just going to be for me. This was prior to dating Andrea. I designed it for one human. Um, we went out on a couple of trips. We actually went down to Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, went out to Utah, you know, just, just to kind of explore. Uh, this was during COVID. Um, and I, we were both furloughed or I was furloughed. She had quit her job and um, yeah, we had just tested it and kind of liked it, but weren't hundred percent there yet. Then I took a job in Asheville, which brought us to Asheville. We were there a year to the day of uh, moving there. Um, and it was towards the end where we were just kind of like, we we thought that by leaving where we were, like I'm born and raised Chicagoan, Bears fan, unfortunately. Um, I thought maybe life would be easier if it was in a different city, what I was doing for corporate event planning. And it turned out it was the same headaches, but with a different accent. You mm -hmm. know, so it was just something that, you know, we we're also top of the food chain. However, we couldn't afford to live in this town because it's such a tourist destination. Yeah. And it was also, we were looking at purchasing a home right when, you know, the, uh, the interest rates were so low and inventory was going away. And I, I remember the, the, the moment that it hit me was we were going to look at a double wide trailer on an acre of land that was asking $500,000. Crazy. What? And before we could even get an appointment, it went on the market at like 3 p.m. The next morning it had an offer, a cash offer. And I'm like, this is insanity. 
I can't right. live in a ride for half a million dollars. Right. And uh, then like shortly after I got a raise and then that same day, like we got a lease renewal and it was going to be more than what my raise was going to be. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like I, I don't mind working hard. I'm a Midwest guy. I get up early. I, you know, roll up my sleeves. I still do it, but I'm not going to bust my butt to just give it to housing. You know, it just seemed yeah. silly to me. Yeah. And not that we didn't like, we absolutely love Asheville. Asheville is gorgeous. I mean, and, and to have actual bears like in our parking lot, I was like, yeah. Oh my God. First time I saw a bear, I freaked out. Like, oh, I want to hug it. Like don't hug the bears. I know. You know, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, we, you know, we realized that like we could, there was nowhere up from there that we could go other than to like buy the companies we were working for, but we didn't really want to do that either. So we were like, let's, let's rethink everything. Um, and in the matter of like a couple of nights, we were like, let's go hit the road and go see, you know, let's a quit our jobs, which we need that push. And it's scary. It's super it scary. Mm -hmm. Um, however, you know, things to our advantage is we never had children. So mm -hmm. we didn't have that kind of locking us down. Um, we also at that point didn't own any property. So it was very easy. The lease was up. It's easy to, you know, wash yep. your hands and walk away. Yep. Um, and yeah, we had money in the bank and it was like, I, I did the math and I was like, we could spend, I think it was like $18,000 on an RV pay cash. And that would have been our rent for one full year at our current rate in Nashville. So we did that. Um, and yeah, and we haven't, I haven't set an alarm since January and oh my I gosh. since July of 21, no 22. Yeah. Been over a year and something. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't even, uh, I mean, it's like, I can't believe it, but we sort of, we're very similar. We have very similar stories, uh, us four. Uh, you know, I think one of the, what you were talking about renting, you know, we sold our house, but now we are all about renting because I feel like when you rent, we believe that you are paying for the opportunity. If you're, if you're not sure exactly what you want to do, you're paying for the opportunity to be able to leave anytime you want. So right. I love that you were renting because I was thinking, you know, what did, did you sell? What did you do? And so my my next question here is, you know, we don't have kids either, but it's still, you know, sometimes Jerry will say, well, you know, we, we didn't have kids. So it's not like we had to worry about that situation, like a, a mouth to feed. I'm like, yeah, but we, we did have to worry about ourselves to feed and Betty to feed. So it's still a huge, I don't ever take away from it being scare as scary. Um, I think it, it definitely is. And we did the same thing. I'm wondering now when you talk about the 1300 square foot now down to a hundred and something square foot, what was that like? Were you okay? The lease is up. We're going to buy this and now we're going to sell everything. And was that hard? Yeah, it was. Well, the hardest part is, <clears throat> so Andrea's a neat freak. I'm me. Um, so it's it's in her, you know, I, I say this very lovingly. Like if I said something down on a coaster for too long, it's gone. Because uh -huh. she's, you know, she has this, she has detachment issues where she won't get attached to anything. Uh -huh. um, so it was very easy because she had actually quit her job uh, like a month prior to I had. So we had like two months of like prep time to get out. Okay. Um, and she was on Facebook marketplace every single day, um, just listing stuff. And I would come home from work and we'd be missing half our furniture. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. where'd it go? And she's like, Oh, here's a stack of cash. I'm like, all right, I'm not complaining. <laughs> so we bought camp chairs cause we actually got rid of our like huge, this beautiful sofa. We got rid of that like too early. Yeah. So then we're just sitting in this empty living room with like a TV on a box. Cause our, our you know, we only had like a TV left. Someone was ready to buy it. We just were like, we need at least just give us a week to sell it because we like literally had nothing other than like a laptop. Um, and yeah, it was it was easy. And honestly, my rule, my rule even to today, and I don't really keep to it every day, but it's like getting rid of three things every single day is like I three things, and that could be as simple as you know uh, whatever. Like like right now, we we've downsized so much, and I have so much stuff that we don't need. And it's just, it's really freeing to be rid of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and also just, you know, it, it becomes a challenge of like how little do you need to survive? Yeah. Um, it turns out we don't need a lot, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just kind of, it, it just became a game that we play. And once again, I had Andrea who was like, I don't like that shirt. I'm like, but I'm wearing it. You know? <laughs> Listen, if you've been with us for a while, you have heard us mention that we receive a lot of inquiries from CBD brands every single week. We're not exaggerating on that. The more we started getting these CBD brands, you know, we started going, well, what, what's the deal? And we started looking more into them and then talking to more people about it. But what we discovered, I mean, these are things you're putting in your body, right? Mm-hmm. What we discovered is that not all CBD products are safe. Not all of them are created equally. There's just a lot of things you should pay attention to when it comes to CBD brands. Yeah. And I, I mean, that was all new to me. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know a whole lot about it. I just knew that was a kind of a it's neon lights that flashed outside the convenience store. <laughs> right. CBD, uh, that's where Dan and Dan Hemp Works came in. They provide an organic hemp flower infusions. Uh, yeah, their products contribute to our daily routines, like managing our stress and promoting our restful sleep, which, which you is need. big <laughs> for us, I, I especially need it. Uh, energy, boosted energy without the use of caffeine, all that we kind of combine the two together a little That's bit. Not, yeah, we do sometimes put it in our coffee. Yeah, we put it right in our coffee. That's yeah. true, but you don't want the added <laughs> caffeine. Yeah, yeah. And as active as we are, it helps us in our recovery mm-hmm. from the stiffness and soreness we right. can get from our 24-7 active bodies. Well, I'll tell you, not mm-hmm. only do we love it, Betty White loves it. They offer a specialized CBD hemp flower infusion designed for pets. She is a regular user. She can attest if she could talk, but you know, she does. We use it on her food and we also make treats with it. And we're just big fans of the Dana Den hemp works around, around the Arner household. Well, I asked her the one time, tap your paw twice if you like Dan and she did it. Okay, okay. So that's Got her it. way of speaking. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you can use our exclusive discount code MINDFUL35 to save 35% off plus free shipping. It's also available in the show notes. It sure is. Give it a try and let us know what you think. And let's just go ahead and get back to the conversation. Let's go back to the show. It sounds like we were that way too. I was, I was Andrea and Jerry was you. It was the same thing. I mean, he would say, I, I didn't know we were going to sell things so quickly. I'm like, well, somebody wanted it. Let's just go ahead and get rid of it. And I think, and I always felt like I was that way, but I, I, the lifestyle before lifestyle now, it's two different Shannons, two different Jerry's. Uh, and you talked about getting rid of three things every day. Do you find even in a small space that the stuff trickles in and you're just oh, like, How do, yeah. 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 I mean, I, it's funny. I realized I was hoarding like lunch meat plastic containers that you get at, you know, a grocery store. I had like three of those. I'm like, why do I have these? These are dumb. Like we have like Pyrex and things that are nice that you can store stuff in, but it was like, Oh, I don't want to throw this away. I'll throw it away. You know? Yeah. Recycle or whatever, you know, but like, we don't need that sort of thing. We've got a whole cupboard and we, our kitchen is tiny, like everything is tiny, but yeah. there's stuff that we haven't touched in a year that it's like, like baking sheets. I realized we don't have an oven, but I brought baking sheets. Why? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. just dumb stuff that we may need it. Guess what? Yeah. We don't, you know? Just in case. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so it was, yeah. it was honestly a lot easier um, to, to be rid of things uh, once, once it started getting moving, you know, yeah. um, there's a little bit of hesitation when you're challenge with like okay i gotta get rid of everything that we own but i want this i need this there's that memory and it turns out but you're making room for new memories by getting rid of this one that's you right know? that's Take right a picture put it online that's, that's what right. facebook's for you know post yeah. a photo of it <laughs> that's right i'm glad you brought up the the stuff the decluttering more of a minimalist lifestyle so i i love a story of someone who was you know corporate hustle culture everything's just you know crazy busy all the time. And then you shift to this major, uh, different lifestyle for us. We found that it, the whole lifestyle of, of having less, um, stuff. It also was like the stuff here too, up, up in our heads. Do you feel that your more minimalist lifestyle does contribute to an overall sense of, um, a, a better well-being mentally and physically? 
Absolutely. You know, we're not keeping up with the Joneses. We're not, you know, I have friends back home who are, you know, they, they're getting the new TVs, they're getting the new this or that, and we just don't have space for it. So it doesn't mm -hmm. even, there's not uh, that whole, that whole side of that keeping up with the Joneses thing that is completely gone. Cause we don't, you know, we could get a, a bigger, newer RV, but it's like, well, that's a headache and we're yeah. not going to do that. Um, it just, it, it definitely clears the the mind, you know, and when we go into a target or something, we're only getting the bare essentials because we don't yeah. have the closet space for, you know, I, I have, I actually just got rid of like three pairs of pants. I, I think I brought six on this trip. I got rid of three because I'm like, <laughs> I don't need them. You know, I don't, I don't have space for it. I don't wear them. Um, I do have a suit that I travel with that, that wedding and funeral suit, but like, uh -huh. and that I realize I don't, is too big on me now. You know, it's like, yeah. so I'll probably get rid of that and new one, but like, you know, it's replacing and that's something too. When you bring one thing in, take two things out, you know, it's like really just, we can't, stuff the cupboards any more than they already are and the stuff yeah. that we have is you know it, it's a lot of essentials and there is some some frivolous stuff that we could be rid of but no it's it's uh it's a huge change mentally for sure yeah yeah and then also we don't have to work as much because we don't have two cars we have one car for two of us plus the rv and you know it's a paid off car it's like you know everything's paid for so it's yeah it really just takes that pressure away um when we want to go on vacation turns out i'm on a river right now and I can go hiking out my door right now and yeah. it's costing me 30 bucks a night and that's awesome you know yeah so what is that that's like you know it, it's cheaper even if I was to stay at this place at 30 bucks a night for the month that's still cheaper than I was paying uh in Asheville or Chicago for that matter sure do you do you guys plan in advance or do you just sort of hit the road and wherever you end up or like are you going now okay after this we're going to be here yeah, you know, we kind of plan regionally. Um, so we were out, we were, we spent about four months down in like California, Arizona uh, desert over the winter. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and we knew that like we wanted to be back to the Midwest. Our family, our, my family's in Wisconsin, hers are in Michigan. And then uh -huh. we met in Chicago. So we have people there. Um, we knew we wanted to spend the summer here between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Um, now we're way past Labor Day and we're still in Western Michigan because it's it's one of those places that, We've been all over the country and we're like, we actually really like it here. Mm. Um, so we're thinking about sticking around for the winter, uh, which is crazy uh, in an RV, but um, it's a challenge that uh, might be accepted. So yeah, just for holidays and things. Um, in worst case, you'll see us hightailing it to Florida. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you see a blizzard, you'll see us like, go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anytime we've ever talked about one day, if we, if we did this, we were always like, we'll have to go to a warmer climate, warmer climate. And every time I tell people that, like, if we were to go, okay, we're just going to go down, you know, South Miami, the keys or something. The first thing they say is, well, what if a hurricane comes? I said, then we'll get in the RV. We'll head up North. No, and it's true. My it's, home's not going to go anywhere. Cause I'm going to, it's going to go with me. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's the beauty of it. If it gets, if it, you're going to accept the challenge, if it gets really cold and you can't handle it, you can always just leave. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. And yeah, honestly, I planned out the first two weeks of our journey, like leaving Asheville. I had, I'm an Excel spreadsheet guy. I had mm -hmm. it like, I had mileage, how much it's going to cost us, like all this stuff lined out. And then I just never touched it again. Cause it's now whichever way the wind blows, you know, yeah. if it's, you know, the sleet storm here, tornadoes come in there, just don't go there or get away yeah. from there. And that's, you know, if it's too hot, go up in the ele uh, elevation. If it's too cold up there, go down, you know? So it's yeah. something that you can kind of, you can avoid those sorts of weather uh, patterns. Yeah. You brought up about the suit, um, that it's too big. And I read that combined you and Andrea have lost a combined of 65 mm. pounds. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. Um, so, you know, uh, similar to, to us, uh, I lost 70, over 70 pounds when we made oh, wow. our transition. Yeah, it was crazy. And, and whenever someone asked me, well, how did, how did you do that? First of all, it happened right during COVID. So people automatically thought I'd been sick or something, but, um, but when we did all of that, I, when they say, well, what, what, what did you do? I'm like, we literally left that hustle culture we downsized which got me outside more it made me want to go outside and be more active and so i started having a more active lifestyle is that sort of 
along the lines of what happened with you two as well? Yeah, you know, we fell into that trend that I think probably every single person falls into of <clears throat> come home from work, rough day, crack a beer, crack a bottle of wine, whatever the thing may be, start snacking mm -hmm. from the minute you walk in the door to the minute you start cooking dinner, you're just snacking. We Our thing was, you know, cheap charcuterie, you know, uh -huh. like a lot of meat and cheeses and breads yeah. and all that. Um, and then drink until we fell asleep and then rinse, repeat every single day, weekends, get more blotto because now is my chance to let off some steam yeah. and, you know, not to say that I'm a raging alcoholic by any means, but it, it was something yeah. that just became standard, you know, yeah. and since being on the road, we don't, we eat out maybe once every three weeks, uh, just cause we're not typically near places. Um, we try to avoid cities as much as possible. So just isn't places for us to go out dining. Um, Andrea, within our first month, we met up with a bunch of great RVers that honestly changed everything for us uh, mm. through uh, an event we went to. And one of the women was a uh, health coach and um, Andrea went on a program and it was basically, you know, eat less, eat on certain hours, certain calorie amounts. Um, just by me being supportive and eating when she ate, I naturally shed 25 pounds just mm. by doing that. And also by not falling into that routine of, you know, when, when you're out RVing, you can start drinking at noon. People do it all the time. Yeah. You can fall into that camp easily, but I'm also, you know, we, we left our job. So there was this new stress of how are we going to make money? Yeah. Um, so, and I'm pretty motivated for the most part and don't sit still well, but yeah, it honestly just lean and green meals. Um, and then, you know, I didn't realize I was eating between 9am and 6pm, like 6pm is dinner every single day. Um, and by not eating between 6pm and 9am, that was, I guess, what intermittent fasting, which I didn't yeah. even know I was doing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and you know, we, we both have Apple watches, which we're very mm -hmm. proud of. And these things are good to be like, get off your butt, get up, yeah. move. Um, and yeah, and we, you know, we're blessed with that. We can step out our door and we're in someplace new that we haven't explored yet. And yeah. Our dog needs to go on walks. So it's like, that's right. <laughs> he's mad at us now. Cause he's like, dude, not another walk. And we're like, come on, man. We haven't gone on this trail yet. You know, um, you're going to keep little Bruce Lee young. That's going to yeah. be great. <laughs> oh, exactly. And he just, you know, and it's a combination of it's Yeah. It's moving. Mm -hmm. It's not having the stress of, you know, I was dealing with fortune 500 clients and, you know, just having 10 clients, yelling at me or not yelling, but you know, just, yeah. just absorbing. I was the buck stopped with me. So yeah. it was like, there was no one I could pass this off to. Uh -huh. um, and Andrew was the same way. And it was, you know, just getting rid of that stress and being able to do whatever we wanted. Um, the thing we want to do is get healthier, both mentally and physically. And it's, yeah. it's an awesome byproduct that we didn't even plan for. And right. Now, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. And as a result, Andrew started coaching other people um, on weight loss you know, she's been doing, and she, she took some coaching uh, courses during COVID as I took coding classes for web design. Yeah. So, you know, we both are big fans of constantly educating ourselves mm -hmm. and yeah, she's been able to help people. Um, she has a woman she's working with who type two diabetes, who her blood sugar has never been this great uh, in the last mm. 10 years. And it's just from changing what you bring in your body. Yeah. Absolutely. And the lifestyle, it's like a lot of it is yeah. the lifestyle as well. Um, I'm wondering, you know, you had the pressure of yeah, a lot of that court. I just think corporate pressure and it's just, it's a whole different ball game until when you become an entrepreneur or a solopreneur and you, that is pressure as well. But like for me and a lot of people, I think it's a different kind of excitement pressure that you also can get creative. Does your environment, because of, you know, um, you sort of create your own environment. Do you feel like you're more creative in this lifestyle than you were before? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's in not, and Asheville is gorgeous, but, yeah. and I, and I've always had a creative career event planning. You're supposed to be creative and make beautiful yeah. centerpieces and all that. Uh -huh. And, you know, and it, which is fine, but then you're doing it for a bank. You know, yeah. you're like, okay, my soul's getting sucked out for, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. you know, non-disclosed Charlotte-based company. Um, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. but for web design, I mean, I, so traveling gatherings, for instance, I came up with, I had in a dream, woke up the next day, knew what it was going to be called, knew what it was going to do, 
and we happen to be outside of Moab, Utah, and being in Moab, which is like this beautiful alien universe, yeah. just staring out the window. And we had a really horrible weather actually while we were there, but like just staring out the window and being like, I just, my, it was so inspirational. And I just, you know, just kept the brain thinking outside the box because I was truly as far from what I knew as possible, you know? Mm. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, and like, even right now, it's like, I'm staring out sure that my neighbor's out smoking a cigarette right now. I'm watching that right now. But, uh, but you know, you're, there's rivers and forests and, you know, just by changing up, you know, your, your viewpoint is just, it's amazing. I, I'm a big proponent of it and I yeah. recommend it to anyone, especially in any creative field, especially in a stress induced field, like being able to just go, this is super hippie. I mean, go hug a tree, you know, yeah. and it's amazing oh, what it gives you. It's like, I oh. know. Like you don't, it's just get, get outside. If you could just get outside that. Yeah. That's even, it, it's weird. We even say sometimes we'll find ourselves just like you just talked about hugging the tree. I, I said recently, I said, I never used to walk past a tree and touch it. Like, right. what am I even doing? Like, that's so strange. I'm like, what does that feel like? It's, I just feel yeah. like I'm in a different mindset than I used to be with our other lifestyle. Oh, and being barefoot in grass, I was mm. like, my mind exploded one day. I was like, I, you know, there's that stress of not having a job anymore. And then I had no idea what I was going to do. I honestly yeah. had no clue. And I had enough savings where it didn't matter at first. But then you're like, okay, yeah. I got to get something going. Yeah. And yeah, just taking the shoes off and walking in grass. I was like, I feel so much better. <laughs> well, the, 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 your business, the traveling gatherings, do you, did that come about? I know you said it was a dream, but it, I mean, did it come about because of your lifestyle? And yeah, and 100%. Your, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we attended, um, there was this thing called the RV Entrepreneur Summit, and it was basically people who travel full time in RVs. And it's a lot of content creators, a lot of YouTubers, mm -hmm. podcasters, et cetera. Um, mm -hmm. And they, they didn't do it this year, unfortunately, but it was very geared towards your YouTuber uh, group, which is, it is a law. Actually, if you're going to full-time RV, you need to have a YouTube channel. I do not. <laughs> it's just a joke, but, <laughs> <is> a <laughs> um, but I kind of walked away from it though, thinking like, I want to do something in the space because I'm in it. Um, yeah. And there are events that happen all the time. So it was just a matter of, you know, how do, what is the thing that I know that I can contribute back to this thing that I'm doing? Um, and yeah, that's how I came up with it. And it was like, I don't want to do corporate events moving mm -hmm. forward. I, I am still, but not as much as I was. Um, yeah. and yeah, taking that expertise, taking the web design and marrying those two together and boom, it's there. That's so great. Yeah. I mean, and it, it literally, I woke up and like one morning was like, I know the name. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So the concept of that is what? Like tell us, it, it, um, people... basically. So, and I call it RVers is, and this is, I just did this van life summit recently, which was like pretty funny because there are van lifers, there are RVers, there's yeah. schoolies, there are people traveling cars, people traveling <laughs> motorcycles. There are all these different subsects of RVing, which is this greater umbrella. So there was no one place that gathered all these different niches together. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, you know, my goal is to have, whether you're a schoolie or, you know, there, there's a whole full-time family where it's people with full, you know, full families traveling full-time. Um, there are all these different things going on. And unless you were a member of a specific Facebook group, you'd have no idea it existed. Right. So I put it all together in one platform and, uh, and I added, you know, I've got a uh, farmer's markets on there. It's something else, a challenge when you're traveling all the time, mm -hmm. you, you know, the normals everywhere are Walmart and Dollar General. Neither of them are known for their produce. So finding that local farmer's market is huge. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I think around, well, I don't know. I've got a ton of farmer's markets on there. Um, I am covering the continental U.S. So, you know, if some, yeah. like Michigan, I think I've got a couple hundred on there. I And I'd have to look at the stats. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but I really try to focus on one state, get as many as I can. Um, and then, yeah, RV shows. Um, Oh gosh, I, I forget the different categories. I should know this like back in yeah. my hand. I well, don't. I looked at it. You know, <laughs> but, I looked at it and I, I was actually, I just wanted to make sure I was actually thinking, you know, we've had, we've had um, a guest on the podcast who she, her husband and her two kids and their two cats live an RV lifestyle. Now they actually lived in the North Carolina mountains and also um, sold everything. And, but I remember her saying she misses having um, her garden. And so yep. she misses like going and finding fresh produce. And so this 
when I saw it, when I started looking at it, I thought, oh my gosh, I wonder if that's something that, um, you know, she should tap into. And it sounds like it's a wonderful resource. And also I think so many times in life, someone who doesn't really know about something tries to uh, come up with a solution. You're like, but wait a minute, have you done that? Have you been there? Have you been in the trenches and known? So the fact that you're actually experiencing this and know what people are looking for is like a whole other ball game. It makes you more of an expert as to why people should go to that, go to that and, and have it as a resource. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's something that, you know, and it's it, my, I'm intentionally taking that a very slow growth. I think I'm at like 700 Instagram followers. I'm not putting a lot of stock into Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm trying to do a lot of Pinterest outreach right now I think uh-huh. a, uh, category. And obviously, you know, this with the blog, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to, I, I recently, well, and also through my web design clients, I'm, uh, I'm on Ahrefs every single day, staring at, you know, way Me too, too much uh, being a nerd. Yeah. Oh, let me just look at, oh, it looks like my uh, domain authority has <laughs> gone up one. Oh, okay. Oh. I do the same thing, but I live and die by it. So then if it, if it like drops, I'm like, what did I do? Oh my god! Right, right, right. Yeah. Vine. Are you guys on Mediavine? No, we're on. Uh, well, now it's Raptive. Raptive. Uh, okay. At Thrive. Mm-hmm. At Thrive. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're yeah. up there, really. Yeah. No, that's. Yes, yeah. but I but I stalk it, and it's like yeah. you know. Um, but that's so funny because I didn't know anything about any of that before mm-hmm. we started our blog, and I thought I'm just gonna journal. It's gonna be great. Well, nobody cares about if I'm just not putting strategy behind it. So that's so funny. But no, when you said that about, you know, Instagram, I'm thinking, well, you know, you know, the situation, who cares? Because what you need to care about is your website, which is your home. And I always say, you know, Zuckerberg (laughs) does something stupid or, you know, look at Elon, that whole situation. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to control uh, our community. I, I want I want our community to be able to come to our space, our website, and like you were talking about, to travel and gatherings and have your community there. That's Own what's important. Yes. Well, I would not have started designing other people's websites if it were not for traveling gatherings as well. So it's kind of a funny, like, I that was my confidence booster. I'd always designed them, but I never, it was for friends and family. And it was for my own yeah. personal projects. And by doing it, I was like, and even that site I haven't touched in since I probably put it up. So I'm like, that's so outdated right now. But you know, the, the plumber's sink is always leaking or something, whatever that yes, is. Um, yes. But yes. you know, but just taking everything I've learned and especially via blogging and podcasting, and I've done a ton of content creator websites as well, where yeah. they've got their YouTube channel, but they don't they don't own that audience. And it's like you've got to be get that mailing list going. And that is the important thing, you know, and that's yeah. I've progress past content creators specifically, but there's, you know, even from just your mom and pop small town business, yes, you need to have that audience and it just, it drives traffic, whether you know it or not. Oh, 100%. You know, we, we, um, we come across people who, who just have a TikTok channel and, you know, um, and I'm just like, no, no, you've got to get a website. You have to get a website. Oh, it just scares me to think about, is that how you're making your living? You've got to have a website. Yeah, your algorithm's oh, yeah. gonna change and that's right. it's gonna be gone. That's right. <laughs> that is right. That's right. Well, I, I would like to ask you, you know, a lot of our listeners uh are thinking about a big change. I, you know, anytime we have a guest on who has has done something, which you know the most people consider out of the norm, out of the box. We love stuff like this. So we sort of consider it, who cares, you know, if it's not the norm, but a lot of our listeners are looking at things like this thinking, oh, I wish I could do it or, okay, what, what do I need to do? How do I need to get my mindset right? So I'm just curious what advice you would have to someone who is maybe thinking about a big change like yours, maybe easing into something, maybe it's starting a new business, like what, you took a leap, you guys took a leap. And I'm just curious what advice you would have for someone who may be thinking about taking a big leap. It is my advice would be first of all, first off, just do it. Uh, number one, just do it. If, if it's something, if you've thought about it for more than a few days or a few weeks, it's something that it's going to eat you alive if you don't do it. So, you know, one of the, it's a challenge. It is scary. Um, but once you're there, you know, it, it, everything 
it all changes for the better. Uh, yeah. And granted, there could be some, you know, roadblocks along the way that might not be, but, um, you know, set yourself up for success, take baby steps out the gate um, and write stuff down. I mean, I'm constantly note taker, but like write down your goals. You know, we had our little goal list of what are we going to do when we're on the road? And this is like the first night we talked about it. And we, I found that note recently and I was like, oh, we're oh. doing this plus more, you know? Oh. Um, but it's like, you can't be the change unless you do the change. Like I never would have started designing websites if I had not made that leap. And it was scary, yeah. but I just knew that like, if I stuck with that job, I'd be there for 10 more years and I would hate myself every single day for it. And, you know, yes, it's, there are new challenges that I, you know, did not foresee, but at least I'm in a mindset where I can tackle those challenges and, you know, and progress beyond them. So I don't know. I just say, just do it. I, the worst thing that'll happen is you have a great story, you know, and just, you know, we, we, are in a situation now where it's like, what are we going to do next? Like we are kind of nearing that end of the chapter and want to see what's next. And we're like, you know, we we're in a great position to like, it's going to be easy to move in if we go back to a house. Cause we have no furniture. Yeah. It's going to be Amazon showing up every day. Like <laughs> lamp over there. <laughs> do you want to do that? Do you want to go back to a normal house? Yeah. I think what's next is um, definitely small town America. Uh, once again, I am born and raised in Chicago. If you asked me this 10 years ago, I would have told you you're crazy, but yeah. I want, I want a garden. I want chickens and I want to be left alone. That's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're going to have a very small house where guests will stay in a, you know, staying in the RV. Yes. Uh, we'll keep that yeah. around. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, I, I think eventually, you know, and it's, there are some things that while constantly moving, it's that sense of never being familiar with where you are. It's mm. kind of, that becomes a challenge. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's really that and things breaking all the time, but. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You probably had to get a little, a little more crafty when it comes to things like that than you used to be. Yeah. Well, I did <laughs> the entire solar that we have. I mean, I've done everything on this. We, wow. We've never hired out for anything on this thing. So I've got, wow. you know, yeah. everything else done ourselves. Uh, last question before we get to your fast five, how was the transition for Bruce Lee? Oh, he loves it. He, um, you know, it's funny. We, when we do go stay with friends and family, we, we actually stay in the RV 99% of the time. Um, he will run to the RV. Like he loves it. He absolutely loves it. Wow. And he, you say, uh, uh, car ride is his, like his word. And he's like, yeah. wait, where, where are we going next? I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he yeah. peed uh, in 33 states, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. How many dogs can say that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he's seven, seven or eight. I, oh, oh, I should know this. I, That's I, so great. I'm a bad That's dad. That's great. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, you're a great dad. You guys are great pet parents. Um, in fact, someone told me recently, we, we always say we're dinks, you know, double income, no kids. And... <laughs> A guest told me recently that we were dink wads, uh, dinks, double income, no kids with a dog. Ah, hilarious. Yep. The dink wad. That's what you guys yep. are too. He, um, while we may eat ramen on occasion, he gets gourmet food always. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We go without a lot of things, but we've never downsized her toys. And it's crazy. Like when I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, why are we doing this? You've got so many toys, but I can't take them away from her. It's just like, you know, she has to make the decision and she can't can't do that. I totally understand. Okay. So we have your fast five questions. It's just a this or that way to get to know you a little bit better. (laughs) Okay. And you might've answered some of them already, but number one, Roadside diners or cooking meals in the RV? Oh, cooking meals in the RV. Hands down. Okay. Number two, mountains or beaches? Ooh, this one's tough. I got to go 50-50 on this. Okay. Two two memories. Hold on. And I don't want to eat up too much time, but Ure, Colorado. It's never fast five. It's never fast five. Okay. Okay. Ure, Colorado uh, is this beautiful, beautiful mountain town. Gorgeous. It's like being in the, I don't know. It's just this. Otherworldly place. Uh Ure, Colorado. O U R A Y. Okay. It is this gorgeous place. However, some of my favorite memories is also like being camped on the Gulf of Mexico, like uh, just on a beach and being there and waking up to the sound of the o- or well, the Gulf, whatever. Uh yeah. But yeah. just absolutely gorgeous. So I guess downside of the, the beach is 
I've never had rust on a vehicle before until mm. like our rims would get rusty pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, it both, both have a soft spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. They both serve a purpose. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number three, scenic drives or challenging hikes. Oh, wow. Um, I would say scenic drives. I'm, I'm okay. a big fan of, yeah, we take a lot of county country roads. I try mm-hmm. to stay off interstates. Big fan yeah. of beautiful, you know, get a yeah. podcast going, listen to you guys, catch up on some <laughs> podcast episodes, stare at some, especially now the fall colors here are gorgeous. Oh, oh yes, I bet. Absolutely gorgeous here. I bet it is. Okay. Number four, national parks or hidden gems? Uh, I would say national parks, maybe. Maybe do you guys no, stay in more go... hidden? I mean, do you guys stay in more national parks when you RV or? A little bit. We we do a lot of boondocking, which is basically uh-huh. you know camping in the middle of nowhere with no services. Yeah. Um, so that's our preferred. Like we're in an RV park right now. Not not as it's good for camaraderie and whatnot, but um. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's a tough one. I do have my uh, America, the great pass or whatever it's called. Um, and this is funny. We actually were at the grand Canyon twice recently, which we're like, okay, boring. Who says that about the grand Canyon? You know, we do, but Again? it is a beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's one of those like, okay. <laughs> so, but those hidden gems are also awesome. Like I found a brewery in New Mexico. That was an old junkyard turned brewery. Oh, and it was man. so cool. It was so cool. The beer was all right, cool. but the 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 thing was amazing. You know, yeah. I, I'm a beer nerd. I don't drink nearly yeah. as much as I used to, but you know, yeah, I respect. Oh, the no, no, that's really cool. Yeah, my husband is too, Jerry, and he he loves if we travel somewhere. He wants to know: Do they have a local brewery? Or you know, do they make beer here? Or what what is the local beer? Do you have it? You know, he yeah. loves all that stuff, and that is exciting about traveling somewhere. It's, you know, it's like same thing with coffee. Like you can yep. have coffee, you know, anywhere you go, and um, yeah, same thing. Um, okay. Number five. And we asked this of most people, Jerry thinks it's a really great way to get to know somebody ketchup or mustard. Oh, mustard. hundred okay. <laughs> percent. Uh, and the, the, to back that up, I'm, uh, once again, not to say Chicago again, but when you, Chicago I knew you were going to, I knew you were going to talk about Chicago. With this. <laughs> Chicago hot dogs, no ketchup. I know. Yeah. And, uh, and we have, I think in our tiny little RV fridge, I think four different mustards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. We're a little bougie. We're bougie, you know, <laughs> we're in an RV park and bougie. Well, you know, you talked about your charcuterie setups earlier, so I kind of yeah. got that vibe. <laughs> yeah. We have Prosecco in the fridge, you know, got a house and good beer. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. And then I mean, like all RV these ships. Bougie. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. And the question that we do ask everyone is, Michael, what does a life well-lived mean to you? I think a life well-lived is like not getting out of bad situations. I mean, that's kind of my biggest takeaway is like, we weren't happy. Go find your happiness. Yeah. Um, whatever that may be, aside from don't kill people. That's bad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but just just pursue whatever makes you happy. That's, that's like the best thing that I can recommend. Um, and if there's some sadness along the way, just know that, you know, peaks and valleys gotta, gotta get there. But yeah, go explore, go explore more, go do stuff, leave your couch. I love when you said earlier, um, about the advice about just do it, just do it because there's, there's, there's so many things that, and we still have some of those that's scary, but there's so many things that I know we have done. And I just thought we can't, there's no way we'll ne- and, and if I had always gone with that, that mindset, we would have never done anything. So, you know, sometimes you have to take the scary leap and, and then I'm to sorry. get, to get to where you want to be. So you're a prime example of that. Yeah. No, and oh, money, you know, that. right now money can be made anywhere. So that's not an excuse, you know, right? we could always right. get a job doing something we don't want to do temporarily, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. temporary, just, just do it. Yeah. Well, tell our audience where they can find you, where they can find Traveling Gatherings, all of that. And we're going to link it down in the show notes. Yeah. TravelingGatherings.com, uh, event listings for travelers by travelers. Um, that's we're on Instagram, Facebook. Um, what is it? Threads. I guess I'm on there. I've never really used it. Uh, but that's at Traveling Gatherings. Myself, I'm at that Anderson guy. Anderson is uh, a goofy spelling with an S-E-N. And I'm everywhere that Anderson guy.com. Pinterest, 
Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. Um, and yeah, that's the best way to find us. Uh, you can follow, uh, go to either one of those and you'll be able to find uh, Bruce Lee the Pug. He has his own Instagram. Okay. Yeah. I did not know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I there was, a, there was a, an afternoon of margaritas where I was like, I wonder if the com- uh, the pug.com is available and get a website that afternoon. So, Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. well, with that being said, what if someone wants to talk to you about website development? That is Anderson that- guy.com. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I run everything through that Anderson guy. Um, I'm a solopreneur and I do hire out uh, when I've got too much going on, but yeah, yeah. but otherwise it's me doing it. And okay. Yeah. It's, it's been great. That's awesome. This has been so lovely. And I'm so, so glad that you came to us from inside of Dolly. I think that's great. That's so great. All this. And actually, here's a picture of, oh, that's the Blue Ridge Parkway, like a shot from that. So, Do you know, I was, I was looking in the background and I was thinking, are those like bright green trees? Is that what is? And I just didn't know for sure if that's what that was, but it is. We bring North Carolina with us everywhere. <laughs> you do. Yep. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was so lovely. And please tell Andrea and Bruce Lee that we said hello. I will. Thank you so much, Shannon. Well, Jer, you just listened to that conversation. What do you think? Did you have big takeaways from that conversation? Well, I take away somebody that is just right in line with our uh, our soul and spirit as far as right? uh, as far as what they're doing. Yeah. And they just uh, great, great for them and, and glad that they could make that happen. You know, one of the things that ever since you have seen it and listened to it, you know, but one of the things you have said is we really need to do that. Get rid of three things a day, you uh, know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, that that was a big takeaway for me because I realized that we had we had set up some things to get rid of things like our 30 day declutter challenge and that. But our our lifestyle kind of changed where a lot of things were coming in here due to what we do and we never really adjusted to that right right like every like everybody you don't realize how it's piling up right that's Mm -hmm. true i love that they did it i love that they found dolly near dollywood and they were like you know what we're just gonna do it we're gonna sell our stuff and just do it and that's kind of what we did like we didn't think too much about it we just had to do it and it's it's like when he said if there's something that you're interested in doing you just got to take that leap. You just got to, you just got to do it, you oh, know? It's definitely a leap of faith. Yeah. And uh, there's, yeah, if you think about it, it won't happen. Right. <laughs> so, that's true. You'll never be ready. Yeah. they You won't. And they made it happen and, and bravo to them. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today or any episode, our guests or anything, please share it with a friend. It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that. You can always find us, links we refer to during the show, and any of the podcast sponsors at arnardventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara. Alvida uh, Dos Vizinana. And adios. <laughs>